like there's just something calling me that I need to do this and I need to have this achievement and success. Like to me, this is a success and this is something, a huge achievement. That'll probably be the biggest achievement of my life running a 42K, 42.2K run. And a lot of it to me, a lot of my self-worth is attached to that because I've always been mm. big on sport and achievement of yep. things. And I know recently there's a lot of things I haven't achieved or like I said, not committing to. And that's like lack of self-worth and lack of achievement. Alrighty guys, welcome back to the 5,000 week journey. My name is Adam Suttles and uh, we've got Colby here on the left and Blake on the right. How are we doing? Absolutely sensational as always. How about you guys? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm swell as always. Swell. I love how we're using these great words. Great words. Swell. Swell. Sensational. I'm feeling very serendipitous today. Awesome. Today's a a special episode. Uh, And uh, to introduce the topic, Blake, is uh, we're going to be interviewing Blake because Blake is running a marathon this week. Yes. And... uh, he hasn't had much training, so was it thirty days now? Thirty days training. It's well, it's only been like what twenty six days. Twenty six days, and it's this Sunday, so I'm actually four days out. Yeah, from the big. That's day. crazy. I, like I don't. I, I personally would not do that. <laughs> it's crazy. I asked you to do it with me, didn't I? Yeah, I. I can. I can run two k's. Um, that's what I've got up to at the moment. And that's, that's right. You'd start small and then you work your way up. Yeah, but um, obviously today we, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into it, but. Uh, Throw it to Colby. What uh, what should we ask Blake first? Because we're going to put him on the we're going to put him on the pedestal for today. It's well, really, it's really about him mm. and what's this achievement he's worked towards. Because it is freaking yeah. Like just seeing him in the background the last month, it's been amazing just to see his dedication towards it. Well, I think we should ask the question just just the usual question that everyone will always ask and that everyone wants to know, and that's you know why why and why are you choosing to and what made you choose to do this 30-day training up to marathon, the 30-day marathon. Yeah. So basically, I guess it all started, um, well, not all started, but so since I was like very small, I'd always played footy every single year, never missed footy, always played footy. Um, All the way up until last year, about mid last, no, after the season last year, um, I decided to quit football because it was actually too much for me to actually do video, my business, and footy at the same time because footy takes up like 25 to 30 hours. But I'd always had an interest in actually doing like long-distance running, marathons, triathlons. But when I quit footy for six months, just about, I had done zero exercise, Mm. barely any gym, barely any running, like nothing. And then I noticed this around like mid-February. I'm like, man, I just feel sluggish. I feel lazy. And Mm. I just wasn't happy with where I was at. And so I remember like, it was just after my birthday and I was like, you know what? I just need to pick a day and run a marathon. And then, cause I also do YouTube, I thought of it in a way of like, okay, what, what would be a great achievement to do? It'd be giving myself 30 days to run a marathon, which is basically what I've done now. <laughs> and um, it's been a good experience. It's been fun and it's been quite up and down and I've learned a lot about myself. The main goal past the marathon is actually just getting back into exercise and becoming a runner and doing these crazy things. The marathon, mm. although it was like an out there goal, um, it's also about like just getting myself back to being fit and, and doing mm. um, exercise, which I love, but I just drifted away from because I'd always had training, but now I've, I've 
yeah, just never committed to it. Yeah, because because on the subject of you being like slow and sluggish, like, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, mate, no. you'll get the bit. <laughs> Cash potato is the headline, isn't it? The dad bod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I um, I, I was like, uh, you know, I, one day I went up to Blake and I was like, hey man, like um, it's kind of how, how old are they? How old's the kid? <laughs> no, no. Oh wow! I've always been skinny. I never had a. Even when I was lazy, I never, never got big or anything. Yeah, I was naturally like, skinny. That's right, mate. Yeah, lucky you, mate. Maybe but, uh, lost a kilo. No, of nonetheless, back to back to um, seriousness. Uh, so obviously, that that's why you did it in the, um, you know, the, you know, why. And what have you what have you found has been probably the the hardest part of trying to prepare for a marathon in thirty days. What do you think? What do you think's been? Or what are a couple of the hardest things? Do you reckon? Um, it's just the consistency of mm. training. Like, you have to do like long runs consecutively because in preparation for it, you got to go. You go for like one hour long runs, mm. and you know, in the weeks prior to that, you know, I was using that time doing something else. So now I had to find an hour almost each day or each second day mm. to find to train. Uh, so the first thing was actually like, yeah, the consistency in the training. The second thing was the food. And I thought it'd be great. I'm like, man, I get to eat so much more food. And I saw a nutritionist. And once I actually started cooking the meals he gave to me, I've barely finished a meal. These are like massive three-course meals mm. that I have to eat. So that was actually tough as well. And um, and that can contributes to like changing your diet. Mm. I mean, I know Ayrton and I uh, – cheekily go out and get some food. Mate, how many times my did we PT bed not be watching this but I do, I do not follow the food even in my nutrition player you would try to Mate, let's convert, go to and you successfully did just like today we're going to stints after this aren't we not me i gotta i'm only i'm four days out he has eat, been good, eat clean. He, he has been good the last couple of weeks yeah he has he has no, I am a bad influence. I got two on one trying to twist my arm. Oh, <laughs> it's sneaky snits you know yes. that's not what's no harm is gonna do to you is it yeah Maybe, maybe, or well, because the marathons this Sunday, get a to, salad. I have to be careful. Get a salad, man. Yeah. An interesting question I want to ask is like, because um, we had the conversation when you first started. So it's 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 like the f- for me, it's the first thing I've seen you've committed to the longest. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Um, what what is driving you to to follow through with this? What do you, what what do you think is like the actual thing? Like obviously, there's health and fitness, all this stuff. But what's what's actually driving you to get to this? The 28th. Obviously, that's the date, but why? Like, what's driving you? Um, yeah, because that was the one big thing I identified was that I struggle to commit to things. Mm. And I always, like, if I say, oh, I'm going to do a video once a week for 10 weeks, generally by the third week, it's, I'm already behind schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I wanted to do something publicly, not mm. to be like, hey, look at me, I'm running a marathon. This was more for me for accountability mm. i remember after the first week i actually freaked out a little bit and i was like shit i actually can't i actually have to run this marathon yeah like, I, I can't you, i just look like a just an absolute fool yeah literally like so i've sort of put myself out there um quite literally just to force myself to do it mm. and i've done like promos i've done photos i've literally told so many people and now it's all over my instagram and everything so there's literally no going back so i've sort of put myself out there but yeah yeah, I've, I've like I said, I've always struggled to commit to things, and um, even this, like this, was very hard to commit to with a lot of the the um, the training and the programs that I implemented, um, and it was quite tricky. I, I I'll admit, at least at one point, halfway through, there was like five days in a row where I consecutively um, 
four or five days in a row where I consecutively didn't even run. I was still eating my nutrition plan because um, I sort of started making excuses like, oh, I'm a bit busy. I'll just do it tomorrow. And then, mm. and then I remember finally going for a run and I went for like 60 minutes. And while I was running, um, I was telling myself like, why the hell did I just do that? I literally just wasted five days and I sort of beat myself up over it. In a good way though, because it sort of pushed me and I've, I've kept on my training ever since. But why do I do it? I think it's a lot to do with self-worth. Um, like it's really helped. Like I like it, there's just something calling me that I need to do this and I need to have this achievement and success. Like to me, this is a success and this is something, a huge achievement. That'll probably be the biggest achievement of my life running a 42K, 42.2K run. And a lot of it to me, a lot of my self-worth is attached to that because I've always been mm. big on sport and achievement of yep. things. And I know recently there's a lot of things I haven't achieved or like I said, not committing to. And that's like lack of self-worth and lack of achievement. So a lot of it I've tied to that as well as, and it's a great outlet as well, but um, yeah, I've tied a lot of that to it and that's a big why. Well, it is definitely an achievement because you've, you've committed to this. You've said, you know, I will do this and you've followed through and, and commitment and follow through are, you know, two of the most important things mm. that you can possibly make sure are a component of who you are. So, you know, it's, it's awesome. I, I think it's great. You know, you, you've, you've set this goal and rather than just sort of get started and be like, eh, I'm getting there like a, like a person who commits to fitness for a new year's resolution and then, um, you know, spends a year mm-hmm. uh, paying for membership they don't use, <laughs> uh, you, you know, you've committed to it. And I think that's, that's totally awesome. And then, you know, it's, it's great progress. Obviously I've, I've kept updated with your, you know, your Strava post and all the other stuff and you know, see, see you increase in the length of the runs, mm-hmm. doing really well, getting some good speed. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super keen to see how it ends up. I think, uh, I think it's, it's going really well. Mm. Yeah. No, it's going to be good. Uh, I'm in a bit of angst. Is that angst means bad news, right? A bit of, uh, oh, you mean anxious? <laughs> you are anxious? Are you dropping a bunch? I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I think you say, mean, I'm I trying think to say a fancy word. I think you mean you're a bit anxious. Uh, angst. No, is not angst. Oh, as in like, angst. I had bad, I had bad news happen. Oh. Um, yeah, oh. I already told you guys about this as well. But, um, no, no, it's the I'll, first time I'm hearing it. I'll address it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. You guys, it's first here on the podcast. We don't even know about this. So I, yeah, prepare yourselves, guys. You, you might need to sit down. I am sitting Thanks down. Thanks for sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so yesterday I went for like a 14K run and I was completely fine. Like, felt great afterwards. And then today I was like, oh, I'm, I still got to go for like a 30, 45 minute run. And then put on my shoes. Uh, <laughs> don't laugh this time. Colby, but I Vaseline my feet because that helps with, <laughs> you have to put Vaseline. I got a blister on my foot. So you got to Vaseline your feet and you got some good socks. <laughs> it just sounds um, These so are all weird. the things that I learned running. So um, from experts. S- slathering Vaseline all over your toes. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. It's actually really like, mm. I'm going to do it more often now. Got um, like some Vaseline on my toes. <laughs> that's exactly right. And then um, I probably ran about 600 meters and I had to stop. And I, re- I felt this huge sharp pain on the inside of my, right foot I, I wouldn't say huge it wasn't massive but i could definitely feel it getting worse and i didn't feel it this morning but i still feel it now a little bit um after that 600 meter run mm. so i messaged my pt that's giving me advice and he does marathons and runs as well he just said you need to start massaging it with a tennis ball and just literally you're like don't run until the marathon and i was planning on doing three more runs <laughs> from now to the marathon like today tomorrow and maybe a quick one on friday and saturday so now my next run won't be until the actual uh, mm. marathon, which is unfortunate. I'm seeing the physio tomorrow. So like the big t- takeaway is um, like 
I'm doing the marathon no matter what. You break my leg and I'll crawl it over the finish line. I'll yep. walk it. If everyone goes home and it's nighttime and I'm still running, I'll have the camera to myself and I'll finish that marathon. That's what, that's one thing for sure you can count on. Mm. But um, but it's not good. I knew an injury was going to come because when you get when you're doing zero Ks per week to 40 to 50 Ks per week, mm. like a simple person would know that that's bound to get injured, like progression over a uh, progressive overload. Like I've just screwed that up because I've just overloaded myself. Yeah. So it's actually not a smart thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Giving yourself 30 days with no tr- prior training of six months of no running. Definitely not the uh, best idea. No, I, I don't think, I think what you had was a fine idea. I just think the fact that the days of zero running were in there is what did you in. Mm. I think if you consecutively rose it up, you might've been all right. But you need like, I've, re- I've talked to a lot of, um, a few people um, and they said you need at least 10, 12 weeks okay, to let- progressively o- overload. Cause if you yeah. go from zero to like a bunch of Ks, it's a lot of, um, hardness on your joints and tendons well, which you haven't yeah. built up yet they'd know which is why they so. say like your first week you might do like 10ks total like th- three a bunch of 3k runs and then the next week you add it to 11ks 12ks 14ks and you actually build up the weeks you do it's called progressive overload yeah that's probably why but I i've gone from zero splints. to 40 that's <laughs> probably why i got shin splints yeah you're gonna uh, manage the, yeah well no what, what i did is i um i didn't run for ages because i had like, a huge work project for a month which obviously you guys will know all too well about Mm. So I stopped running and then I got back into running and I decided to do like 6K runs with a 20 kilo weight vest on to get back into running. How far? Uh, about 6Ks. With 20 kilos? 20 kilo weight vest, yeah. So these would be long runs because I couldn't run particularly that's, fast at the time. I'd run, crazy. I'd go out for like an hour and a half. Um, sometimes more because I'd have to walk because I'd be like, oh my God. But uh, yeah, I, would get, I, get sh- I got shin splints. <laughs> yeah. Because it it's not your normal body weight. It was bad, yeah. Or well, like, yeah, I, I've run with a weighted vest before when I was younger, when I did CrossFit and I was like super fit, which I want to get back to. How old are you now? 20, um, 25? Yeah, 25. I could do it. It's just like I built into it when I did it before, where this time I was like, oh yeah, I haven't gone for a run in a month. I haven't done any exercise. Let's chuck a 20 kilo weight vest on and do a 6K run. I did the run. It hurt. <laughs> then I had shin splints. Mm. But uh, then I stopped doing it and did normal runs for a bit and then they, they kind of went away and now I'm trying to get back into the weighted vest. But yeah, like that's, it's awesome. I, and I guess, yeah, you're probably right. It, it, it is a little bit of an overload, but hey, you're doing it. What I, what I love about it is the, the mindset thing. It's, mm. um, as I shared before, it's the first thing I've seen you commit to. And like we had this conversation like a month ago. Um, and I think it's a valuable lesson for a lot of people. It's like, it's, it's not just, it's not the marathon that it's it's the it's the th- it's the idea of you completing something. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a commitment. It's like you you've had enough, and like the marathon is just one thing that you're committing to, which is really cool to see. And I think um, an example for what I did a couple of years ago that it built this consistency of getting shit done. Did 130 days of vlogging. It wasn't the, the the vlogging that I was really wanting to do. Like it was the it was, wasn't really the end outcome of doing 130 days. It was the commitment, and I think that's like a really, really powerful thing that anyone can take away from this. And this is why it's really cool to see you. You're in the process of doing. It. You'll 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 notice once you've done it. It was not the, the actual day of the marathon. It's the commitment of actually doing something that you've said you're going to do, and doing that in itself builds that resilience. Like of to that next thing, it's like well, you know what? I did that thing. I can do anything. And I think that's why it's really cool to see. Because like, yes, you're going to get fitter and healthier and maybe have some sore legs afterwards <laughs> and you're going to complete the marathon. But it's going to build another layer of mindset level for you mm. of commitment, yeah, which yeah. you'll take into other areas of your life. Yeah, because that's something I asked you about the other week, which I, 
I almost don't understand. I'm like, how are you so driven? Because you're naturally just a, well, you sort of naturally, but you also worked at it a lot as well. I guess no one's naturally anything. Like you can be naturally good at something, but you've definitely worked at it and you're a very driven guy. Like, I don't know who vlogs for 130 days in a row. It is horrible. Do not do it. <laughs> it's because it's as soon as you say, so, that's why you're scared to almost announce things. Because as soon as you say it, you're like, now i got to do it. Like you twitch when you don't do it. Like you literally feel uncomfortable when you're not doing something. If I say I'm going to do something, like I'm going to do it. But that, that's like, I wasn't always like that. And that's why it's really cool to see because you're all, and that's why we talked about this at the start of when you're doing this. Like if you really commit to this, it's not just the marathon. Like this is something that's going to set you up for life. Like it's a commitment thing because you. this is the first thing you're doing. It's like for me, the vlogging was one of those things. Even when I first started my first business, like I quit, like I quit my job and went all chips in. And like this analogy is like you're all chips in on this marathon. Like you've already told everyone on social media you're doing it. You've already committed to it. Like you view back out, you like you've already burned the boats. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing to go back to. Like if you don't do it, you feel like a shit. You feel like you failed, but you just attempting to do it is you already succeeding. And I think that's a valuable lesson that people can take away from just seeing from you doing it, like the inspiration of you doing the marathon. But it's like if you want to be successful in anything in life, and and you're wondering how do you get motivated to do it, you got to burn the boats. Mm. Like you've got to be fully 100% committed to it because otherwise you give up. Like the, re- the reason why people fail in business, fail in relationships, fail in life, it's like they're not fully committed to the, the thing. They're not fully committed, so they, yeah. they give up. And that's why it's so cool to see. And that's why I'm like, it's, I'll, I'll share all your content and I, and I want to see it and I'll, I'm, I'll be there in the day. It's, it's, not the, it's not the actual marathon that I'm most proud of. It's more of the commitment I'm proud of seeing you do it. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll be there. Uh, man. I'll, I'll catch the train up to, <laughs> to see you run some Run circles, a lap with man. me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll run a lap with you, man, for yeah. sure. One, I'll run one lap. <laughs> me, me and my shit. I'm, I'm not um, rushing into run a 40K mar- uh, 42K mar- marathon. I'm, I've started doing maybe it one two, day. I've done, I started doing two two to four Ks. I will run away. with you until I fall over. And then I will, <laughs> the I'll, 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 I'll then I will cease running with you. <laughs> I think um, expanding on what you said, um, I think just like late last week, I actually sat down and thought really long and hard about if I didn't announce this to everyone and didn't tell anyone, would how I have still committed to it? Mm. Nope. Probably not. And <laughs> I think, up, no. And the reason why I say no as well is because I've done this before. I told myself I was actually training for a half Ironman when? once, a, tri- a triathlon. Uh, and around the end of, end of 2019. There was one in like December trained for about two months and then it slowly, I slowly fell away from it a bit. I knew you And then, then I couldn't I know uh, about it. Huh? I knew you then. Exactly. exactly. I didn't tell anyone. I told like my dad and that's it. He get, he helped me with the bike and I couldn't afford one of the main, one excuse I made was that I couldn't afford the entry fee, which is again, bullshit. But like, I never told anyone. I never told you, didn't mm. know you then. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? But, um, <laughs> but, um, but that was like an instance where I was training for something and then I never, um, actually saw it through because mm. during, during the training it's like a 90k ride 21k run and it's uh it's very um lonely <laughs> when you're training for that one it was very lonely mm. um for this one it's been a little bit better but i just think it's it's important to announce your goals not to be like hey everyone like i'm doing a marathon like cool look at me it's more like the marathon to me doesn't like it means a good achievement and it's like awesome to have like your friends there and everything because it's a big thing but 
Well, it's also you, you, it's an accountability thing. It's about saying it out loud so you can hear it as well. Yeah. So you can hear it yourself, hear your own proclamation of what it is that you're going to do. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely not anything about being like vain or being like, hey, look at me. It's it's just about like this is me. This is this is what I will do. This is who I am, and yeah. I will I will stand by this 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 statement of what I will attain. Because there's a difference between me announcing it and people being like, hey, good luck, blah, blah, blah. And then when I go to train, you're alone. Mm. Like sometimes I'm with my girlfriend, but still like you're when you're running, you're, you're alone mm. and, and you're with your thoughts. And I've really had time to like analyze those thoughts and it's been, uh, it's been, it's been very interesting. So. Um, and, and touching on that, this you can relate it to like, you think about the top sports athletes. What, are the, what did uh, Muhammad Ali say he was before he was? The greatest. Yeah. So it's like that that belief that this, like you're not saying the greatest runner, but you, you're saying <laughs> oh, yeah. you're going to achieve this marathon. You're going to do it. Yeah, you are You are a marathon runner. Yeah. yeah. You're embodying Actually, the identity of it. That was, um, that was something that uh, I started embodying and a situation came up with my girlfriend about that actually. So just as I, because I hadn't been running at all and basically the goal out of this marathon Yes, it is to achieve the marathon. But for me personally, it's to become a runner. After this marathon, I don't want to be like, all right, I've done that. What's next? I want to keep running and do more races mm. and keep do- doing my hour-long runs and running four, three times a week. To be like literally what you said, I want to embody to become a runner. So like I remember I had done like one, two runs or whatever. And then uh, my girlfriend was sitting there and I basically said, uh, well, I don't even know what we're talking about, but I basically said, oh, because I'm a runner, um, I blah, blah, blah. And she goes, you're not a runner. And she didn't mean that to put me down. She's just saying like, you've run twice. You're not a runner. And I stopped her literally mid-sentence. And I was like, I am a runner. I know I've only done two runs, but I'm becoming a runner. Mm. No, I'm not becoming a runner. I am a runner because that is what I'm identifying myself and that is what I'm going to do. So every time I say that from now, I want you to acknowledge it and agree with me. And like, there's nothing on, on her part. And so every time I say I'm a runner, she's like, yeah, you're a runner. Like, <laughs> and actually like goes along with it. And it's great. Yeah, it's um, awesome. But that's like pretty much what you said. I think like that's how a really important. Is that? Yeah, it's so freaking important. This is like this stems back to that question you asked me the other week. It's like, why are you so driven? Well, I identify I myself. I am driven. I yeah, identify I, I, that. I am a driven person. Yeah. Like even when I, uh, <laughs> this is like, this is 2016. I had I just in the process of starting my first business. It's like a quick story to make this so relevant. Mm. My ex girlfriend at the time. Well, I I was saying I always kept saying I was an entrepreneur. And I was like really starting phase. Like I hadn't even got a business started. Like I hadn't had ABN. I wasn't making any money. No logo. Spending more money, no logo. Oh, I had a logo. We had this thing <laughs> we was starting this Facebook page. It was just this idea at the time. It's all stemmed into now starting a video company. But I was embodying that I'm an entrepreneur. And I even to my boss, he's like, I said, I'm an entrepreneur. And I would say in my videos, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. I didn't have a business. I was working towards it, but I was embodying it. And she said to me sometime, she's like, you're not an entrepreneur. And I said, yes, I am. And like, it actually, <laughs> it's caused like a, a, a pretty much a breakup, right? Uh, at that time. But I stood my ground and said, yes, I am an entrepreneur. Now, if I said no, I would have, I would have given up. If I didn't first of all believe that I am that person that I want to be at that very starting point, I wouldn't be where I am today. And that's the same with you running. And this is the same with like Muhammad Ali, even LeBron James in basketball. Like he wants to be the great, he like, Think about it. Like he's 
if you guys don't, I don't know if you both follow basketball that much, but LeBron James is one of the best basketball players of all time. Well, Michael Jordan. Michael is. Jordan's <laughs> up there, right? Same, the same principle applies to Michael Jordan, but the same thing with LeBron James because he's still in the league, mm. right? Yeah. He's still the top player, un, like in the league. He is 35. He has, he's going to be a million dollar basketball player by the time he finishes his career. He has enough money billion. that he doesn't need, yeah, billion dollar. He doesn't have to work at all. He doesn't have to pick up the basketball. He could just play and earn shit ton of money. But he still goes out there every night and plays his best games. And he, yeah, he's injured at the moment, but ideally he, he's aiming to win another championship. Why? Because he's chasing. He's chasing to win, to be the best version of himself because he identifies himself as the best player ever. That's what he is identifying himself as. And that he's already, that he is the champion. That he's King James. That's why he calls himself King James. King means the best. So he embodies that. And he's, since he came into league, he has. Interesting, if you know guys, a guy called Ben Simmons, Australian basketball player, nothing against the guy, but he's a new fresh basketball player. He's number one draft pick. In the last couple of years, he's, he's a good player, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have that same hunger as King James, like mm-hmm. LeBron James. He's like, he's like kind of got to the NBA and he's made it and that's it. He's, yeah. not, he's not aiming for champions. He's not playing his best games. Some games he, he yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, I've, I've made it. I'm but done. LeBron like, James, I'm just one example. There's other basketball players as well. Plays every game to the best of his ability it's because he identifies himself as the person he wants to be. And that's the same yeah. for like you. It's like you're identifying yourself as a runner. What does a runner do? A runner shows up. Runs. A runner runs. Marathons. <laughs> runner runs. <laughs> right? I identify myself as an entrepreneur or a business coach. And I identify myself as a successful business coach. I so show up in there. And this is like for anyone that's listening. I love, I love talking about this. So I'm going <laughs> to give, give some value to the audience. It's like you first need to decide what you want to be known as mm. and identify that and be that person now. Don't wait till you get there and then be that person. Be that person now. Because the person who's like a, a CEO or a, the runner they have to start being that person now because otherwise you'll never get there because there's no end destination to, oh, one down, then I'm running. No, you do decide today and then you get better at it. It's like that's embodied. It's like it's, it's, a, it's a mindset shift and that's what you've done. That's why it's so powerful to see like the biggest lesson I think for you in the next couple, like and then when, when you're on the marathon is this change of the, the commitment to it but also the fact that you've embodied it. I yeah. think it's just super powerful. And I think what's important is that works the opposite direction as well. When people say, oh, I'm always late. Yeah. Or I'm always not on, like, I'm always, like, I'm always eating a lot or, like, something like that. People can always negatively identify themselves as well. Yeah. So if you're late, stop saying, I'm always late. Just be like, I'm going to be earlier from now on. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to twist the words and re identify. That's really important as well. Yeah. I get to work on time. You know, I'm not, oh, it's not, oh I'm always late. It's all right. I'm going to, I'm going to be a person who gets to work on time. I get to work on time. So on this journey, Blake, of this marathon, tell me, tell me a little bit. Like obviously, we've gone deeper around like embodying being the runner. Um, it's obviously not easy, but tell us a little bit about like the mindset where you're in. Like, like you haven't run it yet. Like we're still there. We're still in the we're still in the process as we're filming this. By sometimes when people, when people are going to be listening to this, you you probably run it. But tell us like the journey from you going from the from where you were at the start to where you are because you're in the pretty much in the middle towards the end now. Has there been some like moments you're like, fuck this, I can't be fucked? Yeah, it happens almost every all the time, eh? <laughs> it's um, but it, it's sort of just because at the end of the day, you don't have to do this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's actually not a like you're not. It's not like the amount of fun you've registered to pay for and you're losing. Like 
if you don't run this, no one else, I mean, I will be, I'll be like, <laughs> fuck man, why aren't you doing this? But there's no obligation for you to do this. It's like, you're not, you don't have to do it. Yeah. Like, why don't you just stop? Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, for me, it's like, well, firstly, what you said, why don't I stop? A lot of um, like self-worth, I've always tied that to sport and working hard. Um, so I feel like it's almost hard to explain. It's just, it's just like this deep desire, something that I need to do. And yeah, like it's been really hard. Um, there's so many days where I remember I just get, I get home at like 5.30 and I've just been out all day and I'm laying there and I'm like, oh, I need to run tonight because I don't run tonight. I can't do this tomorrow and I'll be off track. And you literally just have to, I don't even know what it was. Like, it's just, you just, I just think about the deadline. I'm like 14 days out and I need to go for a run tonight. Like I, I have to do this. I must do this. So a lot of that was like the urgency factor did help me do that because it's so close and such a small goal. I'm like, I have no time to waste. I need to do this now. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, you know what? Running it, the actual running is fine, bro. Like once I start, it's fine. It's the hardest bit as everyone would know, is, you know, is actually putting on those shoes and, and changing from the state of me chilling right now to I'm going for a 60-minute run. Because mm. that sounds dreadful when you first say that. i got to go for a 60-minute run. <laughs> mm. But if you try and um, redo it, like some things that helped me is like, okay, you know what? I tricked myself. I'm like, I'm only going to go for 10 minutes. I'm just going to put my shoes on. I'm going to go outside. And then I do that. And then I start running. And then as soon as I start running, I'm just like, Ooh, let's go. I'm going good. Mm, the and, then, and then actually when I get, when I hit an hour, I'm like, I'm not going another 10 minutes. I'm, I'm good. You know, mm. it's that change of state. That's the hardest bit. So what are we going to say? Yeah. The first step is, is always the hardest in, mm. in anything, whether it's running, whether, no matter what it is, like taking that first step out your front door is always the, the hardest part of the run. But and, um, one of the things you, that I remember you telling me, uh, which is probably just, just a good thing, perhaps not in d- directly based on the marathon, but a good thing to talk about nonetheless is one of the things that you told me is you were, you were talking about how ever since you started running, you actually felt like you had more energy and even though you had less time to do, uh, you do the things you need to do, that you were actually more productive. So, you know, um, since we're actually here now, you told me about that at the beginning. Yeah. Now that you've gotten a bit further and we're actually not far from the marathon, do you feel that that's, that's carried forward and that it's made you more productive, sort of this, you know, running and committing to this? You know, what do you reckon? Yeah, 100%. So, like I said, like, before I had just all my time and now all of a sudden I had to put six hours a week away to run. And I thought I'd be more tired, less productive. But there's something about exercise that I'm sure people can vouch for. Like after a run, you always feel good and you actually, at least me anyway, if I do it in the morning, mm. I always have energy throughout the day. It's like my body's giving me more energy because I've expelled more mm. so I can actually get through the day. Mm. So I always find that aspect of like um, – no, actually, sorry, I'm cutting out. You said the question again. So you lost <laughs> just, the word. Yeah, I just lost. So the, I was just I lost asking. So basically, again. I was just going. You know, do you you were talking about how you feel more productive? Oh yeah, sorry. Like yeah. So um, yeah, I was talking about running. Yeah, so it's definitely helped helped me in that aspect. It's just the mindset of it has actually helped me. So I was thinking about one side. Mm. Um, so actually, running has built up like I'd say my mental strength because when you're running, you sort of talk to yourself. You're like, I'm an animal. I can I can run all day. Like you sort of like <laughs> get in so inside your own head. And because you've completed that exercise, you get those endorphins and that rush and you also like feel good. So yeah, it just 
that aspect of building up your mind through exercise. Because um, I remember hearing in this study where um, they talked about like weightlifting and stuff um, and what your mind tells you. It doesn't say my bicep can lift heavy when you're lifting weights. Your brain says, like when you lift weights, your brain's like, I'm strong. Mm. I'm strong every time you do a rep. So when you consistently do that, your brain doesn't know the difference between you just doing a bicep curl or you being mentally tough, having to focus on a task. Your brain just thinks I'm strong, whether it's physically or mentally. Mm. So actually doing the running and committing myself to this and telling myself like, I can run a mile, I can do this marathon and actually doing all these like I cans has built up my mind strength to be like, I'm a strong person. Mm. So that's, like, and because with running, you got to focus as well. So that's helped me focus in other areas of my life that doesn't have running because it's built up my mental strength in one area and it's carried over to other areas of my life, mm. which I found really interesting. I run. <laughs> it's it's uh, interesting to, to touch on the health side of it because like I, I don't run, <laughs> but I exercise. We Every run. now and then you do. Oh, you ride I've a bike. Start, I've started running. Um, you know, I've been on a health journey the last six months. And as an entrepreneur, it's so important to be at my performance, like peak performance. Um, and I can contribute. Like I've lost 16 kilos in the last six months. I'm not running like you're running, but I am consistently doing exercise. And I know that adding exercise into my daily routine, half an hour morning in the walk, in, uh, sorry, half an hour in the morning, as soon as I get up, right, start the day, half an hour at the end of the night. That's the minimum that I do. Plus, and then I just I go to the gym. Just doing that, I've been more productive. I do less work now, but I'm more. Pro- when I do do work, it's it's more focused. It's not like I'm clouded and I'm I'm trying to get everything done and like I'm rushing around. And my mind's foggy, like. But it's because the exercise I've added as, as as health food as well is very important. This is why it's really cool that you're noticing this because I know your your tagline for this run is like the couch potato, mm. from like from couch potato to marathon couch bum to marathon. Yeah, run. couch bum right. Because I'll be honest, like you were, you were. <laughs> I'm naturally like, like you live at home, yeah. and like there's a whole other topic you talk about. But like, not to diss you, but you you were in a bit of a sluggish stage, and like when it came to work life, so like you're tired, and you're getting up at I don't know, you used to get up eight, not not even that nine, ten, and like this time, it's not really a time; it's more of the energy that you take in. You you'd vouch for like you know adding and exercising. Now you're more excited to get. Like I know you've been getting up early in the morning because you have a drive for it. But the exercise is helping you get there. And like, I'm no sports scientist, but I've worked with a couple of health people. And like, I know from, for me, especially in the entrepreneur side of things, that I, for me to perform better towards my goals, adding that health element as a focus, and I have to be a marathon runner, but, but making it a priority each day to work and exercise. Like it's the first thing I do, I get out of bed, I go for a walk. And it's phenomenally changed my life. Like mm. I've lost 16 kilos, obviously food as well. But now I'm more productive. Now I get more shit done. And I'm happier, peaceful. And all those things come from it. And I just have a much greater life because of the exercise. And that's why it's really cool to see you doing it. Because like you've gone from that couch guy to now marathon runner. Yeah. And that's why you're continuing running. Because you know now, and you can see it, that the power of it and what it's doing for you. And I think that's for anyone that's listening. It's like, if you're in a rut, it doesn't mean you have to do what Blake's doing. Deciding you're like Maybe it's just like, hey, I'm going to do 30-minute walk each day. Yeah, you know, starting point. Mm. 
Like, it, and if you did that for 30 days, and it's like, you know what? I'm a walker. <laughs> I'm a walker. I'm a 2K a day walker. Like, I even <laughs> I had a conversation with my mom just before. And I was talking about, you know, I walk every single day, twice a day. And like, I've embodied that. It's like, I walk twice a day. Mm. Someone asked, how much exercise do you do a week? I walk twice a day. Instant response. Not every single day do I get it, but I make sure I do. Even sometimes it's like, it's nine o'clock at night, I go for a walk. Because like, I've embodied, it's like, I know that's me now. Mm. and it's a habit and I think that's really important for listeners and I think expanding a little bit on that when you said about the laziness like I was I'm very lazy uh, person naturally I'm trying to be better I gotta I gotta re-identify I gotta re-change so that says, I am a very lazy yeah. <laughs> just, just listen to that I am a very lazy person he's identifying he's lazy and I need let's to let's reframe I need to change that, that. You so are how getting- do I reframe that um, I'm an active I was a lazy person and good awesome okay, there we go there you go breakthrough on this uh, podcast um, already I think um, <laughs> hopefully people can relate to what I'm about to say, but like when I played footy, I was always gave my all 100% every training session. I was always in the top five, 10 runners. I'd always mm. push myself. In games, I would always like, we used to wear GPSs playing footy. Like I would always be one of the top people running. So I love working hard. And like the camps, I would complain pretty much the least when it comes to like that aspect. Cause we did like boot camps with like actual ex SAS blokes. Mm. But what I and what I found so weird was when I quit footy, I stopped running and doing all that stuff. And thinking about it, it's because I'm willing to give my full energy into something like sport related like that. When there's like a set time structure and a coach, you know, coach is there, you're trying to play getting the best team possible to play footy. Mm. You're trying to work hard, you're trying to improve yourself. So when that goes away and it's and you're just running for exercise. To me, it doesn't make sense in my head. It's like I trained hard to play footy on the weekend to win a premiership. That's like how it works around. That's why I go to the gym every like all the time. But then when that ended and I was like, you exercise to keep yourself healthy, that didn't register much for me. So what I found was actually having this goal of the marathon actually, which is why I suggest people would actually get a goal of like do a 5K race. There's 5K races every two weeks. Like having a goal to work towards also helps as well mm. to get that process of it working 100% to identify. Well, structure is structure is a very important thing for a lot of people, not 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 for everyone. Um, but one one good thing that uh, Ayrton often says is, you know, schedule. Like when you, when you want to do something, when you want to add a hobby, like we talked about it before, we talked about scheduling your hobbies because structure is, truth be told, is very important for a lot of people and it's very necessary. Structure, compre- structure, compre- uh, structure creates freedom. Do you want more in life? It's, it's weird. Like it's if you structure it's, your it's, life. It's paradoxical. Yeah. It's, it's like, like structure yeah. your life. But then I'm like trapped. But no, no, no. It, it creates freedom because then you're, you're not trapped in your mind. Yeah. Like this is like one of the, like this is talking about calendar wise. Like I've been using calendar for the last four years. And like anytime I work with a new client, I'm like, do you schedule your time in? And they say, no, I instantly know that like they're going to complain about not having time. But, but everyone has the same amount of hours a day. And this is like, you, you're making this, marathon you're making time for it now like you and you th- said before you said but like it's gonna see it's this extra six hours worth of work a week but you know you've made time for it and like it's an excuse that people say oh, i don't have time to to do but if you like really look at your schedule it create that structure you will have time for it and you make it a priority it'll start to create different elements of your life where you get freedom back so mm. it's interesting like it's like you know even for me like i because i structure my week so well and I structure my health into there. 
like I used to think I didn't have time for the gym. And even an excuse I've come up with recently, which I've been working on myself, is I don't, I'm like, I don't have time to meal prep. <laughs> so you know what I said to myself? I said, that's absolute bullshit. <laughs> I looked at my calendar and I scheduled it into my calendar yeah, and I did my meal prep. And guess what? Sent a message to my coach today. I was like, it really does help meal prepping, doesn't it? It makes it so much easier. Like as I was making the excuse that I wasn't following my meal plan because I hadn't meal prepped, but I scheduled it in. Then I did it and then now it's it's given me more time back because like I literally go to the freezer, I grab my my berry shake that's already in my package, put it into the thing, blend it. It takes me less than two minutes. It used to take me half an hour just to make the one thing. Now it's like less than two minutes I've got my protein shake and I can get back to work. It actually frees up more time. Yeah. So like that's where – this is where it's like leading with, with you're making time for this marathon. You don't really have time. You don't need to do it but you're making a priority but it's freeing up so much other areas of your life which sounds weird because you've added something else into your life, but it's actually freeing up a lot more, giving you more clarity. It's the same with like me adding health into it, into my daily routine. It's an extra thing I added on. I was just doing the half an hour walk. I did now do it in the evening. I would do it in the evening now. Now I've added gym in there four times a week. And I still feel like I have more time now and I feel better because of it. Even with the meal prep now, it's like just adding those little small things creates freedom in different areas. Yeah. Yeah, 100% agree. So that's a really good point. Yeah, I was going to say like, and with that as well, like you have to offer different levels of commitment. There's mm-hmm. like, uh, there's like, there's like public, too. there's like, <laughs> no, I was in like, um, not just like for marathons, but for dieting, food, mm-hmm. you got to like, there's different levels of commitment. And what I mean by that is firstly, let's use my marathon for example. I used a public com- commitment, mm-hmm. told all my friends that I was going to do it on this date. I set a date when I was going to do it. That's another commitment to myself to form the habit. I financially committed to it because I um, paid for a nutritionist. Um, I was fortunate enough to have some advice from actual marathon runners and people who were running for free. But I actually went and spent all this money and booked an hour for two different calls for a nutritionist. So I actually got a meal plan, went and bought all this food. Well, mum helped me buy the food, but but, um, but still. So there's different levels of commitment you can do. Um, But the biggest one is mainly to yourself. I think Um, that's one of the most important things. And actually saying you're going to do something and then doing it because it's very easy to you know sit around with some friends and just be like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do this goal like and because you're in such a comfortable mood you're like yeah that's easy but then when it comes to actually doing the work it's so different so you gotta have you know something bigger that you're committed to or like a greater cause because if it's just you know, if you, if you don't have much commitment or much purpose towards it, then you're not going to follow through 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. For everything, everything in life. Yeah, it's awesome. And you committed to it and uh, indeed it's coming up on Sunday, yeah? This Looking Sunday, yeah. Sunday, yeah. So that, that's awesome. So here here we are. You've had your, you're going through your 30 days of training and now here we are and you're about to realise that goal. So great success. Thanks, Looking man. forward to it's seeing good. it. Yeah, you'll be there, won't you? You're both there, aren't you? I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll, I'll, I'll run a lap. I'll, I'll catch just one lap. <laughs> just the one lap. You're going to bring I'll, my I'll time down. Train, <laughs> I'll, uh, no, it's joking. I'll, tra- I'll travel all the way down here just to, just to see you run in circles, mate. It's going to be fun. And uh, I've also cut alcohol for it. So we're going to have a – got to hydrate first and then we'll have a bit. I've got to have a beer after for sure. Definitely. Yeah. A beer and a big I've been, I've been, fat I've pub been, feed. We've been talking about the health this time, but whole time, but Blake has been out of action this yeah, last I've, month. Yeah, cut alcohol. I have had to cut alcohol because of Blake. <laughs> no one, no one to go out and drink. I gotta be honest, you haven't. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> he's got you. All right, I missed. I came out sober once, and yeah, it was I, like, I, I, it was all right. There was one week that I asked Blake, and he didn't 
didn't happen. Yeah. I actually, I came out. I didn't dog the boys. Like, I was Saturday night. No, I was this out. was last week. I drove you guys, week. and I was yeah. just standing there sober with my soda water. It has been good, but anyway, he's he's lowered my alcohol consumption this month. You've been, try- you, you've been trying to feed me everything you would give to Blake. I'm like, yeah, stop, please. Anyway, I'm just like these <laughs> drunk idiots. <laughs> anyway, that is it for today's episode. Thanks, Blake, for uh, being a co-host, but also a guest today. I know this marathon is a massive thing. and We've covered off a lot today and, and really delved deep into some really interesting things with your commitment level and, and obviously taking action. I'm looking forward to the marathon. I know, Colby, you, you're looking forward to it? Man, I'm super excited for it. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm massively stoked for you. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to run run a good few laps, I, I will not be able to do the marathon <laughs> with you. Sure. I, I certainly have not trained to, to that level, but I'm, I'd, I'd love to run a few laps with you and I'm super excited. And um, well, basically, I'm just really proud of you. You've done really well. Yeah, thanks guys. I really appreciate that. It's been Sorry. a tough journey. I found out a lot by my, about myself and um, yeah, I'm super excited that all my friends will be there as well. Yeah, well done. Well, awesome, awesome. Awesome. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Hope you got some value out of this. If you did, drop a comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube and make sure you follow and subscribe, like all those things. You know those things. Yeah, uh, make sure that. you go check out Blake because if you are listening to this right now and it's before the marathon, go check him out. Either way, he'll have his video uh, documenting the journey. He's been documenting the whole thing on his Instagram and his TikTok. So go check out Blake. Should be some links below. But anyway, guys, that's it for this episode. Look forward to seeing you in the next one. Peace out. Peace.